Hello and welcome back to OnChain Reaction. I'm James Bennett. I'm the CEO of Biketree. Let's have a look at what's going on in crypto this week. So we start off with a very exciting story that El Salvador has officially acknowledged Bitcoin as legal tender, as well as starting to look at investing in geothermal power uh, that will power Bitcoin miners. Yes, that's mining through volcanoes. Um, very exciting stuff. Now, I conduct a survey more or less once a year in London and on Friday I was out on the South Bank with thousands of people now returning to the streets after Covid. I went around and asked people what they think of Bitcoin. Had they heard of it? Did they own it? What, what's it all about? What's the future of Bitcoin? And it was really exciting because for the first time about 50% of the people that I asked a sample of 15 or 20 people had heard of it and were really excited about Bitcoin and a lot of them referenced this news in El Salvador um, seeing that you know it, it can create a, a hard currency or a hard asset uh, for people to use in developing countries. So here we're looking at um, the uh, volume growth of peer-to-peer -peer transactions for Bitcoin in Central and South America over the last one year, one month and one week. The redder it is, the more activities taking place. The bluer it is, the less activities taking place. So starting from the left-hand side, we can see that over the last year, so the year past versus the year before that, you know, uh, volume is up 40-50% across most of South America, up through Central America, not the northwest coast of uh, South America, but broadly speaking, you know, over the last year, there's been a huge increase in volume growth. Over the last month, so that would be the 30 days up to June the 14th versus the 30 days before that, uh, mid-May uh, to mid-April to mid-May, you can see that actually volume dropped significantly. So there was a rise up, but like we saw across a lot of the network statistics that I talked about last week, over the last month or so, really volumes and, and activity have, have slowed, um, not in the long term, just in the short term. Now, what's exceptionally interesting here is on the right-hand side, we're looking at the same uh, chart, but over the last week. So the week that's just gone versus the week before. And you can see that whilst South, most of South America remains in the blue, um, that Central American sort of surge of interest off the back of El Salvador acknowledging Bitcoin as legal tender is very evident there. You can see a lot of the South American, sorry, Central American countries up about 40% in growth. Okay, so now diving into uh, Bitcoin uh, on-chain and on, on the uh, exchange, uh, we can see that Bitcoin's price is pushing back towards $40,000, but volatility is up to 12 months high, about 105%. Um, you know, not much really to say here other than that uh, we've obviously had a very large pullback over the last few weeks, and now Bitcoin's trying to re-establish itself between the 30 to 40K mark, but unfortunately, what we're seeing on chain is that traffic is uh, not keeping up with the uh, price. So although price is trying to recover, uh, actually, you know, utility of on-chain settlements is continuing, continuing to trend downwards. Here we're looking at in blue um, the uh, high value traffic in USD terms and in gold the low value traffic in USD terms. I highlighted these earlier on in the bull market <clears throat> to indicate that it was the low value traffic that had initiated this sort of rise in activity through the second half of 2020. You can see there the gold line rising ahead of the blue line, uh, but the blue line, which is then the institutions really picked up in the Q4 of last year, that's October through to 
December 2020. Um, they kind of moved in tandem uh, over the last few months and have both been falling since the sort of end of uh, May, middle of May, about 19th of May when we saw that sort of big initial drop in Bitcoin's price. So that's volume. Here we're looking at transaction count. So this is the number of transactions that have taken place on the network. And in grey, you're looking at the rolling one week number of transactions. Uh, and in gold, you're looking at the price. You know, the only real thing I want to point out here is if you look at sort of from January 18 through to mid-Jan, transactions fell off a cliff as people stopped using the network, um, stopped trading, stopped buying. There was, a, there was a huge drop in the activity that took place. Um, and then again, you're seeing a similar sort of pattern in the last few weeks, not on the same scale uh, of that drop that we saw in the last uh, bull market into the bear market, but it is a, a very decisive drop in transactions. So on-chain settlements are falling, transactions are falling, um, and on-chain, uh, sorry, on-exchange volume is also starting to fall. Here, you know, we're looking at the seven-day rolling moving average of total value traded uh, on exchange for Bitcoin. And you can see that we've reached about $90 billion uh, and over seven days and now fallen back down towards the $40 billion level. So about half uh, the, the on-chain exchange volume over the last two weeks, it's, it's, it's halved. Sorry, not on-chain, on-exchange. Right, so um, that's Bitcoin. Let's look at Ethereum, a similar kind of picture going on for Ethereum. Uh, Ethereum's uh, activity, though, remains high, although it has fallen in the short term. The transactions have continued uh, to be on an upward trend and haven't fallen as sharply as Bitcoin. I think largely this has been supported by lower gas fees. So the price of Ethereum has fallen, which has made it more cost-effective to actually interact with the different protocols on the ETH main chain. Um, but you know, up until the point where gas fees fell, so the first you know, many months of this year, um, gas fees were incredibly high and Ethereum was becoming more and more difficult to use, which led to an increase in these uh, interoperable sort of solutions. Polygon being a big one, Binance, Smart Chain, um, and, and Solana Wormhole, uh, you know, all making up part of that um, that volume that would have happened on Ethereum, but actually was bridged over to a, another chain uh, in order to sort of facilitate the transactions uh, because of the high throughput that they offer, these, these bridged chains. Um, so, you know, overall, I would say that the uh, Ethereum network continues to remain active and has been helped by this sort of increase in utility from layer, layer one bridges uh, and also from roll-ups. Meanwhile, Bitcoin, which has had a huge uh, uptrend up until you know the, the early parts of this year, has continued to sort of uh, drop off over the last few weeks. Um, so it's something that we'll be watching really carefully uh, as the uh, story develops. Okay, that's all from me for now. Have a great week.